Welcome to Medicine Mondays, bringing you wisdom to elevate your consciousness and co-create planetary healing together for the next seven generations. Hello everyone and welcome to another Medicine Mondays. I'm really excited to be sharing this medicine with you guys today and that is the medicine of the flute. <sighs> I have become very aware that the flute is something that everybody really connects to and so I thought that uh, what better topic today than to tell you guys the story of how the first flute came to be and the story behind it and the story of how I found the flute and I, my journey with the flute so far. So before I really dive into it, I'd really like to start out with a song, right? What better way than having a song? So here is a heart song, a flute heart song. And while you hear this song, I invite you to breathe in to your heart and let your heart expand as you hear the sounds of the flute and allow that to carry you through into your unified heart space. everybody for joining me today. It looks like a lot of you are interested in learning how to play the flute and if you really want to learn how to play the flute one of the best ways to one of the best things to understand is where the flute came from. And so this is the story of the flute maker. So this is a Lakota story. It's in the book called The Lakota Way. And the story goes a little something like this. There's a man named Cloud. And Cloud was, um, he was in love with Dawn Woman. 
and Don Woman and him were friends when they were children. And then as they became older, Don Woman's family wanted her to marry this other man. And they gave him this gift, as they would do in their society, to, to secure her marriage to him. The bride price, right? And so Dawn Woman was to be married to this other man. And Cloud said, how could you? You know, like, we promised when we were children that we would get married. And she said, you know, those were promises of a child. And, you know, we're adults now and things are different now. And so he was heartbroken. And so Cloud went off into the forest. And he was just so heartbroken that he just laid on the forest floor and he would go walking and he didn't even care where he was going he was just completely heartbroken in his misery so he's walking along and and then he finds a place where it's getting dark and he has to lay down and he goes to sleep and then he wakes up in the dawn and he hears this sound that's haunting and it's the sound of a dead branch that the woodpecker has pecked holes in and it's making a sound and so that sound, as, as though it haunts him, he also feels this, this deep connection like it's expressing part of his misery. And it's, and it's singing. And he didn't, even, he didn't know at this point that it was a dead branch. So he goes back to sleep. And then he sees in a dream the woodpecker comes to him. And the woodpecker shows him what he does to the branch that's dead. And he pecks out the holes in the cedar branch, and the wind is actually the thing that plays the sounds that he was making. It wasn't an animal like he might have thought. So he goes out and he finds this branch, and he takes it, and he tries to figure out how to make it make sound, and he can't figure it out. He can't make it make the same sound as the wind had done. And so he finally figures out that if he places a piece of wood at the top of the first hole, that it will make a sound from the top. And so he worked on it and he, he made, he made the holes, you know, the right size for his fingers with a bow drill and he hollowed out it real smooth on the inside and he put a whole day, two days worth of work into making this first flute. And he was first practicing by the river and you know, this man was heartbroken and at first he barely could make it sound good at all and it just sounded kind of scary sounding. And then as he played more and more, he began to make it sound better than the wind had originally sounded when he first heard that first song. So he was playing the flute and he was guided to be walking down this river and he was following this river. And he, at this point, he had thought he was so far away from his village that nobody could hear him. And he was playing the song of his broken heart. And he was able to express this emotion of being so dead inside, but being able to express that emptiness within through the song of the flute, having these melodies of uh, misery and sadness. So he's playing by the riverside and then he looks up 
and he realizes he's right next to his village and across the river is a bunch of women young and old only women and they're mesmerized by the flute and they're listening to him and it's like they they can't stop watching and listening and in the crowd he sees dawn woman the woman that he was sure was already married to this other man and so he goes and he's he he his heartbreak expresses even more and he's saying like doing these tones that are just like oh he 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 can't help himself but to express this heartbreak and she can't not approach him she can't stop herself and so she comes around she crosses the river and she comes up next to him and she says why why do you only play the songs of sorrow and he goes oh i have nothing left to live for uh you're marrying the other man i can't remember the name his name right now and and she goes i would want nothing else but to be your wife and i see now the young woman the young girl made a promise is true to my heart and it wouldn't be living if I weren't married to you and so she wasn't married to him yet and she called the wedding off and she wanted to marry Cloud so they married and they had kids and he taught his sons how to make the flute and men would come all around far and wide to get a flute from him and it was known as a courting instrument to uh, to share the song Cloud would play songs of creation and songs of happiness. Like, I forgot a part of this story where after she said that she'd marry him, he he played this. He, she's like, can you play another song that's not sorrow? And he plays this song of, like, happiness. And so, but there's always this kind of undertone with the flute with uh, a, a, a bit of a, of a somber tone to it. You can play happy songs. Um, they, they, they can happen for sure. But there is a, a very subtle somberness to all uh, flute music, Native American flute music. And so what this is, is it's a reminder to the one playing the flute and the one listening to the flute that there is always the chance of heartbreak in falling in love. And that chance is woven into the somberness tone underneath of the courting instrument of the flute. So the flute was traditionally an instrument that only men would play um, to court women or to to show, you know, to to get the ladies. <laughs> so um, I've been told by some people that um, they haven't really seen many um, female flutists. And... Um, uh, you know, it's it's not traditional that a that a woman would play the flute, but I have developed my own connection with the flute without even knowing any of these stories. Um, I had no idea, and so my story with the flute, uh, it was almost eight years ago, and it was in the summertime, 
and I was on this camping trip and I was there with um, my partner at the time and a bunch of friends and it was a really uh, beautiful experience and I had this one friend there who had a flute and she had taken like a Native American flute class in college and she told me I could you know play at any time and of course I was kind of embarrassed that I would like sound terrible at it and I wanted to like practice on my own and um, not have anybody hear me but a time hadn't arisen yet for me to do that. So what ended up happening was one night, um, we, uh, were, um, a little intoxicated and, um, there was a situation that transpired that really hurt me, um, in my relationship and I felt very wounded and very heartbroken. And so the next morning I woke up before anybody else did at dawn and I grabbed the flute and I hiked up the river and I was able to finally feel like I could sing for the first time and I, I figured out you know how to play and basics and I felt like I could finally sing my song of, of sorrow and of heartbreak um, even though I hadn't gotten like we weren't broken up or anything it was just a a challenging experience I'll just leave it at that where I was very heartbroken and and was hurt and so I was playing this song to the river and feeling like I could actually sing my heart song for the first time after years and years of of being a child and being told I was tone deaf and that I couldn't sing and I believed it and so I had this idea in my head that I couldn't play music and kind of knew a little piano and a little guitar but it didn't really resonate and it was really the flute was the first musical instrument that I finally felt like I could it was the language that I could tap into that I could resonate with and my friend Liz was in a tent um hidden from me but apparently she woke up to me playing the flute and I'll never forget her telling me that it was some of the most beautiful songs flute music that she's ever heard and that was like my first time playing and I was just like really like I like thank you but I didn't know anybody could hear me and like <laughs> it was it was a really deep experience so it's really interesting to me years later to learn the story of the flute maker and it is this this somber undertone and um so it's just a reminder you know playing the flute it it represents singing the heart song and it represents expressing the truth of the self and the truth of the heart through the through the instrument and it has woodpecker medicine so woodpeckers would would um make made the first holes right so it carries woodpecker medicine in it and um so I wanted to share those stories today and share with you guys the power also of the flute itself. So over the years, I've been playing for almost eight years now. And um, no, it has been eight years. It's been over eight years. Um, <laughs> uh, anyways, so the, the power of the flute really, it what it does is it harmonizes the atoms that it penetrates. So, for example, in my sessions, when I play the flute on people in person, I'll play the flute and I will use this part and this is where the vibration kind of comes out of. This is where the sound really comes out of at the top and then there's extra vibration that comes right here. And so as you're playing the different holes, it's different 
<clears throat> harmonizing patterns that are released vibrations through the end of the flute. So what I do is I play this on different meridians and different chakras and what this does is it there is a unique song for each person and my a lot of my songs are I I receive them from creator they they come through me um it's hard for me to um, claim them as my own, but I'm, I'm working through that uh, in recording songs. And it's also an expression of the heart, so it goes both ways. There's, there's one channel where you're receiving and you're just relaying from Creator, and then there's the other channel where you're expressing from your heart. And so uh, the two different styles there is a blend that can happen where I I see a person, I receive them, I feel them in my heart space, and then I reflect back to them through the song what they are resonating at and where Creator wants them to resonate at. So uh, through, through this flute medicine, it's been really powerful to take people on journeys, uh, and it's unique for each person. There isn't um, a, a standard set that I do. And I just started really this year doing um, this work and and realizing that this is very powerful work to be doing. And so anybody that plays the flute, I encourage you to uh, try playing on your friends, try playing on your relatives and playing at different points of the body. You can play on yourself like on your leg and and see the vibrations and feel it. And I have a dear brother, Emiliano, who does this in Santa Barbara. And I had been intuitively doing it in my private sessions, and it wasn't until I went to his flute journey uh, um, in Santa Barbara that he was doing it on me, and I was like, oh my god, this is what it feels like? <gasps> this is why I do it! <laughs> I didn't even know! So, um, uh, yeah, having this flute medicine is, is very powerful. I feel like sharing another song right now, so I'm going to share another song with you guys. The breath, the breath is so important. It is, it is the life force of the flute.
was reminded of another story that I'd like to share while I was playing. And this story is how I got one of my names. And that name is Flute Walker. I was given that name when I was living in Arizona. And um, I was living in this community. And it was a intentional uh, community. I was living in a school bus. I had uh, two little black kitties that were brother and sister that were my, my familiars and my pets and my, um, my loves, my babies, my first babies before I became a real mama, my cat babies. And uh, they would wake me up before sunrise. Meow, 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 let us out, let us out, right? And so we'd, we'd wake up and they were my alarm clock and we'd get out and we'd go hike up the mountain. It wasn't very, very long hike. It was probably 15 minutes and um, maybe 20. And then as the sun was coming up at the top of this ridge, I'd have my flute and I would play the first song that I ever learned, which was the Cherokee morning song. And this was seven years ago. And so I would play the Cherokee morning song to the four directions, to the rising sun, and to the south, and to the west, and, and to the north. And this was my my personal practice at the time. Um, my It was like my ritual that I would do every morning. And it was so powerful to be there and greeting the morning sun. And as I would play to the four directions, um, I'd come back down the mountain and and it was in a um, sauna one night, the community leader, he told me that he couldn't tell where I was playing from. He's like, where, where do you go when you play? And I'm like, oh, I just go to Coyote Peak, you know? And he was like, it sounds like you're walking across the entire mountain range. The acoustics and the way that the valley uh, resonates and picks up the different, um, the, the, when I turn the different directions, it sounded like I was walking across the mountain range. And so that's when he gave me the name Flute Walker. It wasn't like a traditional naming ceremony. It's not like my Indian name. It's like this name that, um, an elder did give me, but it wasn't like an official thing. So, um, but I still carry that name and I, and I really enjoy, um, the story behind that and those were some of the most formative times of my spiritual practice was waking up with the sunrise and, and playing my flute to the four directions and I still do that. Um, I don't do it every day but I whenever I do go out in the morning um, for my morning hikes it's about every other day um, I will play my flute to the four directions. And so the, the Cherokee morning song, um, I'll play it for you guys, the Cherokee morning song goes like this. Kind of embellished on the end there. <laughs> I always end up doing that. I never can like play it like a hundred percent the same way. Um, I always kind of add a little bit something. Uh, yeah, the, and sometimes I will sing the Cherokee Morning Song. It's a very beautiful song. 
Um, I will be teaching uh, the Cherokee Morning Song to all of the people that are enrolling into my flute course. So part of this flute medicine is that it's meant to be shared, right? I, I meet people that are, they have a flute and they want to learn more or mm -hmm. they want to get a flute and they mm -hmm. don't know where to start and they're scared or whatever. And so I have been developing this online course where I, I do private lessons for people one-on-one, -on -one, but this way I can reach more people. And I feel like everybody should be able to know how to play the flute if they have the desire to, and everybody should be able to learn how to express their true heart song and to, and to share this flute medicine across the planet right now. Like this is part of our light work and this is part of uh, my, um, gift that I'm I'm excited to share so that so that others can share this gift as well um our gifts are not something to be hoarded or kept to ourselves like I want you guys to be able to to play the flute as good or if not better or it's not even about being better or worse but play the flute in your way and play your specific songs and have you tap into creator and listen so that you can translate through the flute like that so um, I'll be teaching the Cherokee Morning Song um, to those enrolled in my in my flute course, and that's going to be happening in January. I'm going to be at the Star Knowledge Conferences um, happening in Blythe, California. I'll be performing the native flute there, and then the week after is when I'm going to be launching the flute course. So if you're interested in that, uh, let me know. Send me a message, and I'll let you know the in, the, the details. It's a six-week course. And if you're interested in getting flutes and you don't know which one to get or where to where to start, um, you can also send me a message. I can send you some links to some amazing flute makers that I'm really blessed to work with. Um, there's there's quite a few out there that are that are really really good, and um, just really depends what you're looking for. So those are my flute stories for you guys. Um, I I have more flute stories, but I don't I don't. Those are the right ones for today. I'll just put it that way. <laughs> um, the flute is a very powerful tool. And you, if you have the desire to play it, you have the ability to play the songs that you hear in your head. It's just a matter of getting your fingers and your breath attuned to understanding how to work that instrument and to express that. So like any, but it's one of the easiest instruments to learn. Like it's really super easy. I feel like playing another song for you since this is all about flute medicine. Um, this one is on a cedar flute. There's another, there's another flute story about um, a, a, a hunter that went to um, get elk and he um, didn't get any elk and he was out hunting so late it became dark and he had to rest at night and then he also had a dream of the woodpecker and and he heard the song similar to the story with cloud where he heard the song of the hollow branch and um, at first he was kind of frightened by it but then he um, he he realized what it was and he he broke it off and he tried to make it work and he he couldn't figure it out and so he did vision quest for four days and four nights and during the fourth night, he received a vision of Woodpecker showing him how to make the flute. And then after his vision quest, he came back and he made the first flute. And 
that was when he was able to um, tap into that song of creator. And, uh, and it was after that that he was playing the flute by this cedar tree. Uh, traditionally, they're made in cedar. Um, that was the traditional wood that was used. And um, he was playing by the cedar tree. And this woman in the farthest teepee of a neighboring village heard him. And, and she couldn't help herself but come over. And, and, and she found herself right next to him. And she told him right then and there, like, I, I like you. And, and she was the daughter of a chief. And she said, uh, have your, have your family bring, bring my father, um, anything. It doesn't matter how small I want to be your wife. And, um, so that's another courting story, um, from the Lakota of how the flute came to be. So a lot of times the flute is called a love flute. Native American flute is called a love flute for that reason. It's very associated with courting and dating and, you know, getting the ladies. <laughs> I definitely know some guys that, you know, they're really good at the flute and they get the ladies. So, <laughs> um, but I feel like it's just really a divine expression. So here's, here's a song on a cedar flute in the key of G. a really really sweet one so everybody I think this uh, concludes my medicine Mondays thank you so much for joining me it's been such a blessing to share these flute songs and this flute medicine with you and I am looking forward to sharing more with you as as we progress and I hope that you have a beautiful rest of your Monday and that all is well my blessings to you. Aho, matakwe asin.